This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for July 15. First, the Omicron subvariant BA.5 is spreading, causing a rise in COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. And at the same time, hospitals are struggling with a worsening chronic nursing shortage. Obviously, there have been challenges for recruiting and retaining nurses during the pandemic. Now, into the third year of the virus, the shortage is prevalent in areas across the country. HHS data shows that COVID-19 hospitalizations have risen 19% over the last two weeks. Meanwhile, hospitals try to fill nursing vacancies. Broward Health, based in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is offering sign-on bonuses up to $20,000, along with a pension plan for nurses. It seeks to fill 400 registered nurse vacancies. In Slidell, Louisiana, Sterling Surgical Hospital is covering employees' gas costs to come to work for the rest of the year. Martin General Hospital, based in Williamston, North Carolina, is closing its intensive care unit temporarily on August 1st. Second, physicians warn that America's response to monkeypox is lagging. Reported U.S. cases are now at almost 1,500 cases in almost every state. Health experts mention that the delayed response is similar to the onset of the COVID-19 outbreak. For weeks, physicians have noted the lack of widespread testing, which may be underestimating monkeypox infections and further delaying responses. Demand for tests has drained supply in many cities. New York City's website for monkeypox test appointments has crashed twice because of an overwhelming demand. Some health experts are calling for the outbreak to be declared a pandemic. The World Health Organization will discuss this designation on Monday. Third, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is suing the Biden administration over HHS guidance that says hospitals must provide abortions in emergency cases. Mr. Paxson filed the suit yesterday in the U.S. District Court for Northern Texas. It names HHS, CMS, and officials within the agencies. The lawsuit targets a recent HHS directive. The lawsuit targets a recent HHS directive that says abortion is covered under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. The federal law requires Medicare hospitals to provide all patients emergency care regardless of state law. This preempts state abortion bans. CMS enforces this law. In yesterday's statement announcing the lawsuit, Mr. Paxson said, quote, By this move, the Biden administration seeks to transform every emergency room in the country into a walk-in abortion clinic. EMTALA does not authorize and has never been thought to authorize the federal government to require emergency health care providers to perform abortions, unquote. In a response tweet, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre wrote, quote, It is unthinkable that this public official would sue to Black women from receiving life-saving care in emergency rooms, a right protected under U.S. law, unquote. Fourth, the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology will hold a virtual certification exam. The exam is normally conducted in Texas, but the change was made due to uncertainties regarding COVID-19, as well as safety concerns for test takers following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the exams have been held online. They were supposed to return to in-person this fall. 
More than 500 OBGYNs wrote a letter to the board requesting the exam remain virtual over fears of prosecution under the state's strict anti-abortion laws. The letter said, quote, the state of Texas has severely requested access to abortion and has allowed private citizens to take legal action against anyone suspected of assisting or performing termination. Mandated travel to the state poses an unacceptable risk to our personal safety, unquote. Fifth, Indiana's Attorney General Todd Rokita said his office will investigate Dr. Caitlin Bernard. Dr. Bernard is an Indianapolis OBGYN who cared for a 10-year-old abortion patient. Dr. Bernard spoke with news outlets about the care she provided to a pregnant child from Ohio who traveled to Indiana for an abortion. Dr. Bernard said the child was six weeks and three days into her pregnancy. This timeline means she was nine years old when she became pregnant. In a letter to Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb, Mr. Rapita referred to state requirements to report cases of child sexual abuse and abortions performed on minors. Mr. Rokita said, quote, If Dr. Bernard has failed to file the required reports on time, she has committed an offense, the consequences of which could include criminal prosecution and licensing repercussions. Mr. Rokita appeared on Fox News on Wednesday. He called Dr. Bernard a, quote, abortion activist acting as a doctor with a history of failing to report. Indiana state health officials released documents, including a record from July 2nd, where Dr. Bernard reported the 10-year-old's abortion and that her pregnancy occurred via sexual abuse. Thank you for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.